Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. On today's wrestling news, is WWE finally opening that forbidden door? Roman Reigns is set to face a top Raw star at the Rumble and more on SmackDown. Two top NXT stars have a dark match on SmackDown. And Cody out, dusting in for Battle of the Belts. Are you ready? Are you ready for the news time? Yes, my name is Phil Chambers. I'm joined by Gareth Morgan and Salty Sea Dog, of course, for the first Saturday news of 2022. Yay! Happy New Year, etc., etc. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, like the video, comment down below what you think of all of today's stories, and the links to each story is in the description below. So click the timestamps and away you go. But first up is WWE's Forbidden Door finally cracking open a little bit. We had a lot of announcements on SmackDown last night for the Royal Rumble. So, so first up, Charlotte came out there and she, she put out the video, which I'll talk about in a second. And then after that, she announced herself into the Royal Rumble match so that she can win it as the champion and then go on to WrestleMania to main event and pick her own challenger. So that should be interesting. And then Naomi came out and there was a load of rubbish with her and Sonya Deville. Uh, but the less we talk about that, probably the better. Um, so the video package that she introduced announced loads and loads of names for the Women's Royal Rumble match. And I'm just going to go through everybody that they announced because it's a very big chunk of the match that they just chucked straight out there. Uh, so first up, it is Rhea Ripley, Nikki Ash, Nikki Bella, Brie Bella, Shotzi Blackheart, Shotzi, sorry, no Blackheart, Natalia, Michelle McCool, Dana Brooke, Carmella, Zelina Vega, Mickey James, Tamina, Kelly Kelly, Aaliyah, Summer Rae, Naomi, Shayna Baszler, Lita, and Charlotte Flair, obviously, because she announced herself at the end. Few of those obviously stand out a little bit more than others. Obviously, the Bella Twins coming back, Summer Rae coming back, Lita, Kelly Kelly, Michelle McCool all coming back. But one of those names is not like the others because one of those names is currently the Impact Women's Champion and that is Mickey James. Now Pat McAfee also sort of mentioned her on commentary talking about that she is the Impact Women's Champion and WWE socials have all mentioned that she's the Impact Women's Champion and that she's coming over to the Royal Rumble and Impact EVP Scott Damore tweeted just saying, well, 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 congrats to Impact Wrestling Knockouts World Champion Mickey James and congrats to WWE for finally walking through the forbidden door. Welcome to the party. Uh, now this is the first time WWE and Impact have worked together since uh, back when WWE wanted to put Ric Flair into the Hall of Fame and he was under contract with Impact so they did a little bit of a swap so they could have Ric Flair and they gave Impact Christian so they could have him in a match at a pay-per-view uh, and they've sort of had 
little bits and pieces where they've used a bit of impact footage on network specials and things like that, but that's about it. But this is the first time in sort of recent times that someone has properly stepped through the forbidden door mm. with WWE involved. And it's kind of interesting to see where this goes in the future. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot to digest just, just through the actual like, announcement <laughs> yeah. itself. Like what, what Charlotte Flair, like going in there as the champion and trying to earn her own right to choose a challenger. Very similar to what we had with Brock Lesnar, uh, the 2020, I believe the men's Royal Rumble, when he tried to do the same and just dominated the entire match, half the match before Drew McIntyre kicked his ass. And then looking at the people who were actually involved in this, like obviously a lot of the, the headlines here are the forbidden door stuff with Mickey James. But even looking at the Bella Twins, you've had this great triumphant return to WWE just completely overshadowed like summer ray as well just thrown in there it's 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 madness to be honest but when you look at the, the forbidden door stuff i think the last time i remember impact or tna or anything really being given a mention that wasn't on one of the, the specials or the wwe 24 stuff anything like that uh was when kurt angle was telling Sami Zayn and kevin owens that tna were hiring or something like that i believe it was a, a couple of years back now <laughs> yeah so that that popped <clears throat> me but like yeah just seeing that there's actually a relationship being forged there it's promising really promising it's great for mickey james i see this as a massive win for her because obviously she had all of her troubles uh, but as she left the company all this stuff with the bin bag and this is just a massive i don't know a win like i've said it like twice now but it's, yeah. a, it's a big win because like she's getting to pop up in the royal rumble make a big splash they'll have a, a great big moment maybe she even takes the impact championship into the match itself i was gonna she... say that she is uh gonna be defending it tonight and mm -hmm. impact hard to kill uh, against Diana Perazzo. I really hope that Mickie James wins that match and yeah. she does actually come out with the Impact Women's Championship because that would be really, really interesting. And it does make you think, if these are the people that they're willing to announce, what kind of surprises are going to be on the horizon? Like, I know that Trish Stratus is gearing yeah, up like for a bit of a return. Away, like, like, the Bellas and Lita in there as just like, oh yeah, they're just people that are going to be in it. Um, along with Mickey James and everything, so you, you've got to save some of these for surprises. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do. I think like eighteen people or something that is that they've announced already. And you know what's <laughs> coming, Phil? They're saving the big pot for old Molly Holly. It's going to happen. It's going to come back again. <laughs> always, always, always for the big pop. But SmackDown was an event-heavy show, to be, to be honest. Like towards the end of last year, I feel like a lot of SmackDowns were quite, I don't know, missable if you could even call it that. Just kind of trivial. They were just there, really. But this one. It, from start to finish, there were just announcements because we had Roman Reigns coming out there after he'd obviously just come back from the dreaded vid and all the rest of it. And he was stood in the middle of the ring. He was saying, look, I disappear for a week and everything goes to crap. So, well, that's just the way it is. But he said he had a lot of time to think throughout his isolation period. And the, like a lot of people that he realized he needs to see in his life, but people he did not want to see anymore were Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar. So obviously, cue the music, boom, boom. They came down to the ring and they stared down and it looked like they were teasing a champion versus champion match at some point in the future so that's like a nice mouth-watering thing they bickered a little bit and then paul Heyman got really upset it was like i loved you travel chief and roman reigns like you're not my friend anymore and then brock lesnar jumped down like paul Heyman's though and roman reigns was like don't speak to him like that it all got very emotional and dramatic and i realized just how damn invested i am in this whole thing and then roman reigns punched brock lesnar in the face but then the running thread throughout the night was that Adam Pearce was trying to find Roman Reigns, obviously a challenger now for the Royal Rumble, because Brock Lesnar is going to be busy with Bobby Lashley. Still crazy that that's a thing, Phil. Like, so I'm just trying to get my head around that. Finally. Like, finally getting this. <laughs> but that was the whole thing. And then right at the end of the show, when Roman Reigns was sat there in his nice, like, godfather chair, just chilling, there was a knock at the door. And I don't know if you're going to be able to hear this in my, uh, my, my studio at this current moment, but it went a little bit something like this. 
It was the shield one. It was the shield theme tune. And that popped me. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> so he like walked in, and then Seth Rollins was just there, with, cackling away with his beard. He was looking great. Roman Reigns gave the whole like, oh, I'm very annoyed at this development. What's going to happen now? And it is looking like we are going to get Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins for the Universal Championship at the Royal Rumble. So a lot of things going on there, but that wasn't the only thing, the only big event that happened in SmackDown because we also had. Johnny Knoxville, <laughs> he just popped up, obviously he'd, he'd been on day one and announced like via Instagram that he wanted to be a part of the Royal Rumble, it hadn't been officially confirmed but it was looking like we were kind of going to go towards that way because Jackass 4 is coming out and they want to promote the movie, why not? So he popped up, he had a bit of a weird thing with Sami Zayn backstage and then after Sami Zayn lost his match, I believe it was to Boogs, he lost his match on Smackdown, he got chucked out of the ring by Johnny Knoxville and this was enough to qualify him for the men's Royal Rumble match so Johnny Knoxville he's yeah why not I mean I don't mind little stuff like this it makes me like cackle a little bit and it's yeah it's going to be interesting seeing Johnny Knoxville probably get thrown around the ring by a monster so that'll be fun and then also confirmed to be in this match was Sheamus he like was backstage did a bit of like down the lens promo and he was like I want to be in the match and I'm going to win the whole damn thing and currently in this match, obviously, we've got Knoxville, which is so strange to say, Sheamus, and we've also got Austin Theory, Rey Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio, Montez Ford, and Angelo Dawkins are the confirmed men's spots. We've got a couple of weeks, obviously, until the Royal Rumble does go down, so we're probably going to get a lot more names confirmed for that before we get there. But currently, it's looking like a crazy old Rumble with a lot of big matches, a lot of big names. Yeah, it's looking like a hell of a fun event. <laughs> We've gone back to WWE just doing WWE things and like, oh, the women, eh, just chuck like 18 of them, announce them like on a one-minute video package, it's fine. And the men sort of trickle out and actually get little moments of them introduced, yeah. uh, announcing themselves as the Rumble thing. There's still something that needs to be fixed yeah. here, but as an event, the Royal Rumble is like an ace. Like yeah. the women's Rumble lineup looks great. Uh, I'm sure the men's Rumble match will be great because Rumble matches are always just really good fun. I bloody love the Rumble. It's the best show of the year. And then you got Roman versus Seth and Brock versus Bobby to chuck on top of that and whatever else ends up on that card is looking like it's going to be really, really, really good fun. Hey, you never know. We might even get an Intercontinental Championship defense too. Yay. <laughs> you never know. No. Uh, but yeah, speaking of WWE Smackdown as well, before Smackdown went on air, there was a little bit of a dark match with two top NXT stars. And this was Tommaso Ciampa beating Pete Dunne, and apparently Pete Dunne got to use his old entrance music as well, which is kind of interesting. Now, mixed feelings about this, because we look back on like the dark matches that happened last year, and we did quite a run of them when crowds came back of like, uh, little dark match tryouts. Some of them went well, like people like Austin Theory and Aaliyah and Zia Lee and Shotzi all got kind of called up from it. Other people seem to have loads of them, loads of dark matches and nothing ever really happened like uh, Dakota Kai and Cora Jade um, and like Carmelo Hayes, things like that. And then you've got the other side of it where you have people like Tony Storm and Karrion Cross that did get called up and then got released pretty quickly and like Gargano and Kyla Riley that had the dark matches but then uh, left anyway. Um, so this either means that WWE are interested in these two in terms of a call up to the main roster yay or it means they're getting one final look at them before Vince says nah get rid of them and as we've seen they've been having quite the clear out of NXT 2.0 getting rid of all of the things that Triple H has ever touched down there and Champa and Pete Dunne are very much two Triple H guys yeah you took the words out of my mouth there like a couple of years ago this would have filled me with like 
cautious optimism. I'd be thinking, oh my yeah. God, these guys have done so well in NXT. There's, there's, there's maybe a place for them on the main roster. But over the last year or so, I've been conditioned to think this is a terrible, terrible thing that is happening. And I'm so, so worried for both of them. Just in terms of the futures in WWE, I'm not worried for them as performers because they've, God oh, forbid, God, yeah. they did leave. They'd smash it anyway. <laughs> Look at them. Pete Dunne's like mid-20s and's already got more experience than pretty much anybody anywhere. Like He's just been killing it. And then Tommaso Ciampa's just come off another pretty well-received championship run in NXT. So they both like do well either way. So I don't know. This is so strange that we live in a world now with this kind of dark match thing which normally would have popped us and be thinking oh my god look, look at all these great matches we're going to get now down the line potentially if Champer and Dunn come up now we're sat here thinking oh is this the last hurrah is that is yeah, that, is that so jaded that you're like oh this could be dangerous yeah. now it's like as much I would love to see Tommaso Champer on the main roster and see what he can do but you still don't even trust them to get the call up no right? no so, Pete Dunn for me Pete Hopefully. Dunn was such an open goal for, for well. WWE for, yeah. for years now and it looked like every time he kept getting his little moments on the main roster he come up for like Survivor Series come to Raw every now and again I, th I seem to remember he had a match with um, Enzo More I think it was a Cruiserweight Championship match or like a non-title match on Raw years ago and even then it was like wow they, these guys are really heavy on him and now he's Oddly got lost in the shuffle somehow. I don't know. Yeah, he's don't not know. had a match in ages, really, has he? No, I think we had a, he's had a Tony D'Angelo feud that's been going down on 2.0 right now, but even that doesn't, it feels like a way of getting Tony over more than Pete. So it's yeah. really interesting uh, seeing how that works out. But uh, this, there's no way of really segueing into this that I can think of right now because my brain's dead this Saturday morning. So we're going to talk about AEW. We're just going to move over to AEW. Maybe, all right, maybe Dunn and Chapa could pop up in AEW at some point. There you go. That's your segue. That's all you're getting. But Cody Rhodes is now officially out of the AEW Battle of the Belts event, special event thing that's going to be happening tonight. And in his place is his brother, his brother Dustin. He's going to pop in because Cody is now seen as, uh, well, he's been pulled due to a medical protocol, so it's not been officially confirmed as to why, but some people are suggesting it could be the thing that's going around the world right now. But again, it's not really been officially made known that that is the case. But Dustin's going to pop in. He's going to be taking on Sammy, and now... That match is going to be for the interim TNT Championship, which I really like that they've gone down this route because it makes me think of like an MMA style thing where if the champion's not ready to be in the match, like or the, or the fight, they'll, they'll throw two other people who are the top contenders in there and fight over an interim belt. So then you can have a really cool visual of an interim champion taking on the champion, two belts, and it all just feels so much more special. So I think they've really managed to make something quite good out of this. So I'm, I'm quite excited for that. And that's going to be something that's going to go down tonight. We've also got Britt Baker taking on Rio. She's going to be defending her AEW Women's Championship and also, we've got a new match that got added last night. It's going to be Ricky Starks defending his FTW Championship against Matt Seidel. I think he's just trying to like defend this title to prove to Dante Martin that he can get the job done a bit quicker than what he did against Seidel a couple of like weeks ago. So a lot of cool stuff is going to be going down at Battle of the Belts tonight. Yep, should be a fun little one-hour special. Uh, be interesting to see. And Dustin Rhodes versus Sammy Guevara is going to be good yeah. fun anyway because Dustin Rhodes is just brilliant mm -hmm. and so is Sammy Guevara. So... Who's to complain about yeah, that? Yeah. Uh, but let's move over to your Twitter questions to end the video. The first one uh, comes from the Happy Hangman, who says, 
listening to you guys on Wrestle Culture, uh, Apple uh, uh, Podcasts, Apple Spotify Podcasts, Wrestle, What Culture Wrestling Podcasts. There you go on Apple <laughs> and Spotify or wherever you get podcasts from. Uh, subscribe to it. Do the thing and listen say, to the podcast and things. I was waiting for the spiel. There, there's the spiel. I was like, oh yeah, there it is. I got it out eventually. <laughs> uh, so he was listening to us on Wrestle Culture talking about WrestleMania yesterday, available today. Uh, what do you think about Biggie winning the Rumble and fighting Roman and Brock in a triple threat match? Pin a champ to win their title or winner take all. Ooh, I do like a winner take all. And a winner take all at WrestleMania tends to go down very well. Looking at you, Becky Lynch. This would be justification for the heartbreak that we all experienced at day one when he did lose that belt under such oh, just unforeseen circumstances. I think Big E deserves this. Of course he does. He deserves a massive WrestleMania moment. And if he, if he what an endorsement if he was to beat Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar in the same match like that would be insane but so insane that i can't see WWE doing it because that's yeah they that's the problem yeah. with this i do love this yeah. as an idea and especially after biggie he had the belt taken off him and his championship one it, let's face it it wasn't the best <laughs> and that's not, not his fault it's 100 wwe's booking of it uh and I really liked his promo uh, on more this week mm -hmm. where he just seemed to have a bit of a fire in his belly and hopefully like he can use this to sort of inform his character mm -hmm. going forward and have that little bit of a fire and make force WWE to see something in him that maybe they didn't quite see before. Mm -hmm. And if it led to something like this, that would be one hell mm -hmm. of a WrestleMania moment for him. Oh, I'd love it. I would be all for it. We, we, we can try yeah. and manifest it, Phil. Oh, come on, let's just we try can. and manifest it. We can this dream it, can't we? Yes. Uh, the next question comes from TTB Tad. Uh, uh, where, where? That emo kid, Mark. There you go. It's like, what a long handle. This is crazy. Um, do you think with Mickey James in the Bumble, is this going to be a one off? Is there more to come? If so, who else would you like to see appear in WWE, even if it's just for one night only? We had loads of questions about the Forbidden Door and Impact Wrestling. So, who would you want to see coming over? Send Moose. That's what I say. Send Moose. I just want to see Moose just butting heads with Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns and Big E and Bobby Lash. Just the list literally goes on. The meaty matches that I'd like there. So I'm, I'm a simple man. Give me the meat and let him fight. Fair. Absolutely. Um, I really hope it's not just a one-off mm. and this isn't just a Mickey James thing. Uh, and then they forget about it. So mm. hopefully it carries on. And then hopefully we can get Josh Alexander over from Impact into WWE to wrestle again pretty much anyone. But like weird, low-key, not very marquee match at all, really. But Josh Alexander versus Chad Gable. Ooh. Give it to me right now this second. Or versus Cesaro. There you go. Oh my God. That's where my That's mind was. Marquee. That was That's me. That's it. Yeah. Jesus. Any of these I would absolutely love to see. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, hopefully... This is a, a thing, a start of things to come, mm -hmm. and it isn't just a one-off. You never know. It's, I mean, WWE are never going to open the door to AEW, but Impact is a different matter. Yeah, not not until they're definitely not seen as competition, which we're not wishing that on AEW. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. And the final question of the day comes from Mick, uh, Mike Sykes Blythe, who simply says, "What's the worst wrestling theme of all time?" Ooh. We were having a bit of a discussion about this before we before we came on air, and um, we were. It's a tough one because you tend to bury these the, the dark recesses of your memory just because you don't want to remember how terrible they were. So I'm going to get go very controversial with this, and I understand that some people will not agree with me. But I'm not a big fan of the traditional Kane 
theme, the the like weird organ one where it's like da 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 da. I don't like it. How do I how do I remove you from this scene? Oh oh oh, that's really heartbreaking. I don't have much in my life. Oh, have this. Don't take it away. It's, <laughs> don't, do it, don't do it. I like the the heavy guitar version when he had his the one with the lyrics. Yeah. Oh, I love that. No, oh, that's my. I, I like it. Don't get me wrong. I do like it. But come on. Come on now. It's, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to go and put my mask on and go and cry in the corner now because I feel like it's not, <laughs> this is not going to be received very well. What about you, Phil? What's yours? Remarkable. It's, yeah, it's the worst. I hate it. It's just grating. It's horrible. Yeah. Better than you can be... look, but you can't touch. Yeah, they're not all, they're really not great, are they? They had a really, really bad run of women's themes in like the mid 2000s, mm, didn't they? Yeah. Not great, but... Kelly Kelly's was off. Yeah, there was a lot of really well, what bad was, ones. Um, Hannah, Hannah! Oh, they're all coming back, mate. This is yeah. going to be it. We're going to get them all at the Rumble. Can't wait. It's... Uh, we are <laughs> going to get them all at the Rumble. <laughs> Love so it. Much. But that was the questions to the today. Let us know down in the comment section below what you think is the worst wrestling theme mm. of all time. And while you're at it, subscribe to the channel, like the video, because uh, it all just helps YouTube do YouTube things and gets us more views, mm. which is always nice. Uh, but you can also follow us on Twitter. You can follow me at FilmMyChambers and you can follow Garrett at GMorgan04. And you can follow all of us at WhatCultureWWE. Ups and downs are still to come for SmackDown and Rampage coming at 2 p.m. and 5 p.m. British time, respectively. Uh, so go give those a watch and then just go watch all of our other videos. All of them. Every single one. Because why not? Yeah. You've got, what else are you going to do on your Saturday, eh? It's raining here. It's probably raining everywhere exactly. else in the world, right? That's the way it works. Watch loads of videos. Yeah. Uh, but most importantly, have yourselves a bloody good day. Goodbye. Hello. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.